It's Wednesday, February 21st, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The FTC proposes new rules to tackle AI impersonation and protect customers from deepfake harms. Adobe expands Acrobat's functionality with AI-powered summarization, link generation, and we've got more. And Apple's Vision Pro faces early hurdles, user discomfort, and app monetization issues. This is the business of tech. Today's episode is supported by CoreView. Your customers need your Microsoft 365 expertise, and CoreView has the only M365 management platform designed for MSPs. Manage hundreds of tenants, automate manual tasks, and monitor compliance, all while intelligently comparing to the baseline. With a no-code control approach, CoreView revolutionizes your Microsoft 365 administration. This powerful platform enables automatic reporting and remediation, ensuring optimal performance and security. The best part? You achieve this high level of service without the need for a large workforce, allowing you to focus on growing your business through efficiency. Want to know more? Visit coreview.com MSP and find out more. The White House Office of Science and Technology Policy has expanded its list of critical and emerging technologies to include data privacy and security and different types of artificial intelligence. This update indicates the government's focus on these areas in the upcoming year. The Federal Trade Commission has proposed new protections to combat AI impersonation of individuals. The proposed rule changes would extend the protections of the new rule on government and business impersonation. The FTC is seeking public comment on the supplemental notice of proposed rulemaking, which aims to address the surging complaints and harms caused by impersonation fraud, including AI-generated deepfakes. The agency is also considering declaring it unlawful for AI platforms to provide goods or services that are used to harm consumers through impersonation. The FTC has finalized the government and business impersonation rule, giving the agency stronger tools to combat scammers who impersonate businesses or agencies. The rule authorizes the FTC to seek monetary relief directly from scammers engaged in government and business impersonation scams in federal court. The FCC has also made moves to combat AI impersonation by clarifying that existing laws cover the use of AI-generated voices in robocalls. The European Court of Human Rights has ruled that backdoors that allow law enforcement to decrypt messages violate human rights and disproportionately undermine privacy. The ruling came after Russia's intelligence agency required Telegram to share encrypted messages, leading to a violation of users' rights to private life and communications. The ECHR concluded that requiring message decryption by law enforcement is not necessary in a democratic society. Apple is lobbying against the right to repair in Oregon, despite previously supporting a weaker right to repair law in California. An Apple executive expressed concerns about the bill's language around parts pairing, stating that it could undermine security, safety, and privacy. This sets up an interesting fight in Oregon, as Google has come out in favor of the legislation that Apple opposes. If you're not aware of what parts pairing is, this is software controls over which parts can go into devices. If you've ever gotten a notice that a replacement screen isn't supported, that's related to parts pairing. The use of AI in the healthcare industry, specifically by United Healthcare and Humana, to determine Medicare benefits for elderly patients has been found to have a high error rate. 
that's led to premature denial of care. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has issued a memo clarifying that AI should not be used to determine care or deny coverage based on a larger data set instead of individual patient circumstances. However, there have been no penalties for the companies involved, highlighting the need for oversight in deploying AI technology. Why do we care? As navigating regulation and technology continues to be increasingly important to your role as a technology advisor, time to keep up. That's part-pairing issue with right to repair has larger implications. Imagine repairing all electronics or all devices, and it looks like your iPhone. What happens to your dishwasher, your air conditioner, your car? With an ever-increasing software component to every device, it becomes increasingly clear why this is important. And a way in where you can. Adobe Acrobat is introducing a new generative AI experience called AI Assistant in Acrobat to enhance the digital document experience. The tool can summarize files, answer questions, recommend more content, and allow users to interact with documents easily. It's available in beta for paying Acrobat users and can be used with various document formats. The AI Assistant helps users find information quickly, generate citations, create clickable links, and consolidate information for emails, reports, and presentations. Adobe plans to roll out additional capabilities, including integrations with its Firefly generative AI model. Eleven Labs, an AI startup, is launching a new text-to-sound model that allows creators to generate sound effects by describing their imagination in words. The model aims to enrich content in the age of AI-driven digital experiences. Eleven Labs has showcased its capability through a teaser featuring videos produced by OpenAI's Sora and enhanced with its own AI sounds. The company has opened signups for early access to the model, which can be applied to various forms of content, including AI-generated videos and plain speech produced from text. Lollapala AI, a collaboration between Jade Abbott and Pelonomi Maiola, is building AI tools designed explicitly for African languages. Their new AI tool, Vula Vula, converts voice to text and detects names of people and places in written text. The goal is to make AI tools accessible for African languages, which are not currently well supported. The lack of AI tools for African languages excludes African people from economic opportunities, and Lelapa AI aims to solve this problem by creating Africa-centric AI solutions. It can currently identify four languages spoken in South Africa, Izi Zulu, Afrikaans, Sisolo and English, and the team is working to include other languages across Africa. Why do we care? AI is moving fast. Let's keep up. While I don't want to call serving a continent niche, the insight is about serving markets with the right solution, and each solution offers an opportunity to develop bespoke solutions for clients, leveraging AI to automate tasks and analyze data for those actionable insights. Now that the Vision Pro has been in market for two weeks, we have some first data about its progress. First, as the 14-day return window hits, we have insight into returns. According to analysis of Reddit, there are seven main reasons why people are returning the Apple Vision Pro headset. Fit issues with the light seal, eye strain and fatigue, discomfort from the weight, the technology not being advanced enough, feeling isolated in the world of spatial computing, high cost, and some users simply wanting to try it out. These factors have led to mixed reviews, a significant number of returns. According to app intelligence firm AppFigures, 
Buying all 194 paid apps for the device will cost $1,100.08. App figures analyzed the 730 apps optimized for Vision Pro and found that 73% either paid or required a subscription. The breakdown of paid and subscription apps starkly contrasts the App Store, where paid apps make up roughly 5% of the offerings. Some developers are already reporting success with their Vision Pro apps, but one developer says his app had paid for the headset's price in just one day. Additionally, 35% of Vision-only apps don't monetize through the App Store and 13% offered subscriptions. The average price of Vision Pro apps is $5.67, with the highest price at $98. However, Apple has removed all Vision Pro apps from the top charts on the App Store, making it difficult for developers to succeed and for customers to discover new apps. Immersive Wire spoke with several developers, and the story is generally favorable. Why do we care? This market will go slow until it hits the inflection point. None of these return reasons should be surprising. And right now, we're just keeping an eye on the space. Are you and your clients tired of the time-consuming ticket tennis of coordinating meetings and help desk calls? Wouldn't it be better to automate this process with a tool that connects directly to ConnectWise Manage or Autotask? TimeZest offers scheduling automation that gives you complete control of your schedule and eliminates the hassle of calendar ping pong. As the only service designed specifically for MSPs, it integrates into your workflow and makes scheduling appointments easy on you and your clients. Plus, you can try TimeZest for free. Visit timezest.com slash mspradio and use the code mspradio to get 10% off your first year of TimeZest. Thanks for listening. Today is National Sticky Bun Day, but I'm not sure where to get one. Have a question you want answered? We're taking those listener questions. Send them, ideally as a voice memo or a video, to question at mspradio.com. I'll be answering listener questions live each week on our Wednesday live show on YouTube and LinkedIn. And I take those comments on YouTube or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast, if you've got a comment or a thought. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me. I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.